I'm Claire O'Brien, and you're listening to Good Honest Talk, a podcast for those in search of hope and health and harmony. This series will bring you practical tips, inspiration, and honest conversation as we explore what it really means to be well. In this episode, I am joined by a powerhouse trio of wellness professionals as we delve deep into the realms of self-discovery, growth, and planning for 2024. We talk about conquering self-doubt, setting boundaries, people-pleasing, and learning to stop overworking. Our energy is a precious resource. So together we discuss the idea of purposeful living, habits, and creating a life that aligns with our values. We chat about fun, finding it, creating it, and putting it top of the goal list. And lastly, we explore the importance of creating time for self-reflection, dancing, being in nature, and simply being ourselves. So grab your favorite herbal tea, find a cozy spot, and settle in for a conversation as we're joined by Lorraine Shanahan, Rachel Bear, and Vic Ind. I'm Claire, and I'm the owner of Honest and Goodness Nutrition, and I am joined today by Vic Bear and Lorraine to talk about our well-being and our plans for 2024 and all the things we got right and wrong in 2023. For the people listening at home, Lorraine, do you want to introduce your voice? Hi, my name's Lorraine Shanahan. I'm an art therapist in private practice in the Lismore Clinic. I'm Bear, and i the founder and sole teacher at the Yoga House Ireland. I'm Vic. I run Individual Plants Nursery and I'm all shiny and new to self-employment, so this is going to be mental. (laughs) (laughs) How do you plan or do you plan goals or in your business or in your personal life? I know you have um, a list for the leap year that is 2024. Yeah, so I had this thing that, you know, look before you leap. And then I copped on only quite recently that 2024 is a leap year. So I thought, okay, well, let's frame 2023 as the look year. And during 2023, I think we've all had a tough three years, really. But 2023 has felt sort of odd. And I've spoken to a lot of people, students, friends, etc. The energy has been pretty horrible out there in terms of the obvious things like war. But, you know... (laughs) It's been weird mayhem yeah, yeah. It's been totally it's been weird. mayhem so i think if you're in any way sensitive at all you'll feel that so i'm looking at 2023 as a sort of to be in the chrysalis a little bit and 2024 being the leap year that's when we've we've already looked and then we leap so that would be definitely for across the board personal and professional in terms of setting goals i haven't always really been a goal setter even with teaching, which I adore, I love the, the teaching process and I love the honor of being able to teach people. I love that I have students. They still keep coming, which is wonderful. The, the regulars stay and, and there's new ones and they're staying as well. So that's cool. But I, I prioritize the like planting my feet very firmly in the ground and teaching to the very best of my ability and I sleep and eat to enhance those abilities then without sounding lackadaisy but I sort of see what happens from there so I teach as best I can I share yoga as best I can I try to serve and help my community as best I can and then I allow to organically grow what needs to organically grow and in terms of like I do love uh, organizing events and things like that so I have plans about what I'm doing with those events but in terms of a very solid goal that I'm working towards I pop back into the personal life and just say that I want to teach until the very end no goals as such only to 
continue to be as useful as possible to to my community to the yoga house community. I think that's the point isn't it if you if you genuinely love what you're doing you naturally want to put everything into it anyway and to make enough money to feed yourself maybe yes that's nice too it's a good bonus yeah <laughs> i found as well like i don't plan anymore i used to plan very very intricate like goals and percentages and this is what i'm going to be doing every month that was really a hangover from my old job i used to work kind of in a more corporate environment mm. and i would be tasked with setting sales goals or lead gen goals those goals came really naturally and then the hard bit was trying to not get all of that done. If I had a goal for January, I would want that goal to be met in the first week of January so I didn't feel pressure for the rest of the month. So what I need is the opposite. I need goals for time off and relaxation and fun stuff because mm. that's the bit that I have to try the hardest. Last year, I picked a word for 2023 and that was ease because that was something that was not coming easily. I tried to bring more ease or set up stuff that would bring me more ease for the future and then this year for 2024 the word is brie which is bri father and it just means like living life with vivaciousness and joy and meaningful only doing the meaningful stuff mm. so if it doesn't mean much to me just don't do it cool, that's cool. <laughs> so the non-doing but also like dancing and having a laugh and prioritizing kind of dancing is definitely yeah. good I, d I don't think i even have any goals i've just gone into this whole thing kind of as a needs must but also because i love it but I, yeah i'm completely gung-ho on it i'm just like what's happening now oh i don't know let's find out <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah what do you want out of this just ride yeah. it and see what happens so making ourselves ready for whatever happens rather yeah. than trying to manipulate i, I kind something. of go into things with because i'm the most unorganized person on the planet i do like a list the actual business side of it i have no clue where things are going where it's going to end if it'll end if it'll do anything it's all very yeah kind of guesswork kind of poking things to see what will happen and then if something opens up i kind of go oh right i'll do that and i find i have to almost scare myself into doing it so the whole thing of self-employment i was like well i have to just do it and you're like the self-doubt creeps in you don't know what you're doing just stay in the safe job and, mm -hmm. and making myself unemployed almost well i wasn't i was signed off because of illness things and stuff but it was the right time anyway and i could have just got another job at duns or something there are other shops available <laughs> but it was like no just you know just do it and see what happens yeah i found that if i just do it like setting the website up was the first thing because then i had to go yeah i have stuff for sale and there people loads of people signed up for the mailing list mm. and then i was like i needed to be able to tell them things and offer them things for sale so then i was like i've got some things for sale and then people started buying them and then i was like okay <laughs> i can kind of do this and then there was some positive feedback and then the instagram thing kind of grew numbers and there's a nice little community on there that if you just almost set the thing up with no kind of plan yeah and then things start happening and you go okay i have to do a thing now yeah 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 <laughs> that's kind of the way i'm working yeah there's an art therapist john mcmith that talks about and he wrote a book trust the process and that's what's coming up there it's mm -hmm. kind of okay, trust yeah. in yourself and in the process you've created with me anyway i have to i have to almost throw myself off the abyss yeah in human design there's different types of people and one type of person is a generator and they 
we work really hard and really hard but a lot of the time they're kind of supposed to react to things whether so if if people come to you and go what's going on with that plant or and kind of feeling your way is yeah. the way that you actually are supposed to operate and that's where your success will come from so yeah, this yeah. idea of like allowing things to just unfold mm. like a flower rather yeah. than forcing <laughs> something to happen yeah I think it's it's a bit like that a, a, a tick box exam paper isn't it so I remember yeah. the one year that I did in university before I had to leave so I didn't finish the degree or anything but one of the exams was just a multiple choice and because I had loads of life crap going on at the time I didn't study for it and it was the genetics module I was like oh so I just went in and literally just guessed it and got like 67 percent <laughs> and there were all the poor lads that had spent weeks studying and they barely scraped it and it, i was just like oh, okay <laughs> but then i had to leave anyway so i was the loser in the end but you know i do approach life a bit like that mm. <laughs> probably wrong well i think but isn't it different that we are fed to do things in a structured way and while those structures can be useful they're not one size fits all and so maybe this feeling of uncertainty we have around doing something and seeing what happens maybe we're only feeling uncertain about that because we haven't been conditioned into actually just trying something out and see what the universe then plays back like in a tennis match you hit the ball something hits the ball back so the mm. universe is just going to hit the ball back when you hit it in a certain way, it's going to hit it back to you in another way. And that's not always going to align with the sort of mainstream educational system. Mm. So we might feel like a fish out of water doing stuff that way because we've been told, no, 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 you need to have a plan. But you actually, have a degree. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like, yeah. Lord knows, degrees these days are just money rackets, it seems. You know, mm. you have a title that you might not ever use. And so it's just maybe that we're doing things in a different way and it feels a little bit outlandish or that we're worried about it. But actually, maybe this is the only way to do it that's going to align with our genuine selves. And that feeling of like, Jesus, I, I don't know, this is very wrong. Maybe that's a good thing, because mm. if it felt right, quote unquote, it might just be that we're falling into the groove that was set up for us by by mm. conditioned existence. There is a huge amount of like, well, if I go to school and I get good marks and I go to university and I get the degree and then I get the job and then I get married and then I have kids and then I buy a house and then I buy a car and then I go on holidays for two weeks a year, maybe one. Yeah. And like, you know, and then I die. You know, that that's like, <laughs> yeah. that's life. You yeah, know, yeah. that's all we're supposed this, to. That like, song, the ticky tacky. And yeah. what is it? <laughs> all made of ticky tacky oh, yeah. and and all the students go to the same college they have the same houses they've the, yeah. you know it's all set out for you and you don't actually get to be yourself ever but now that kind of social norm construct thing is breaking down because you can go and get a PhD and not get a good job. Mm. You could have a good job and still end up homeless because there isn't any housing right. or, you know, you're renting a house that's full of like mushrooms and damp and it costs you two grand a, a month and you can't pay the bills. Yeah. So like, yeah. And while it sounds kind of bleak right now mm. for that kind of generation, 
that's like the the contract is broken now mm. right so there's a lot more freedom there's a lot more well why should I give everything to a, a job for a salary like mm. why why should I you know get married and have kids and mm. do the thing with yeah. security to it though isn't there yeah. it's the fear of not being secure so they go down yeah. that because yeah. that's what we're fed yeah right yeah, yeah. so society do all that in that order that you mentioned and do everything out of fear <laughs> yeah yeah that's what we're taught fear of what you won't have if you don't do it yeah or f- or fear that that you might make a mistake and then how mm. will you cope with that so mm. it's easy to keep doing the same thing that you know is comfortable yeah I've been working with a, a concept lately of because I heard a teacher once Danny Paradise is amazing Hawaiian yoga teacher and he said that when he was asked why he does yoga he said uh, to prepare me for a graceful death right so I think that's beautiful and and then I'm sort of thinking of like do everything as gracefully as possible so that you can prepare yourself for graceful death. So at the moment, I'm I'm dealing with gracefully failing, I'm just working with like the failure, but in a graceful way, you know. Oh, I'm a complete mess. Failure, <laughs> failure is just like a thing that I'm almost looking for failure yeah. to prove to myself how rubbish I am. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, the self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe we should. Yeah. That should be all of our, our collective plan for 2024 then to reframe that and go, oh, I'm failing on purpose. Yeah, oh, I'm yeah. absolutely failing. I'm practicing for death. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if we're not failing, are we really even trying? You know, yeah. are we doing new things? That's are we good, doing yeah. the scary yeah. things? Yeah, like, are we oh, give, living you know? outside or outside our box that yeah. we've been put in a week? Because that's what, what's making us grow and tick, isn't it? And drives us on. Yeah. Suppose, as opposed to staying in something that's Staggered. secure. Yeah, and you yeah. know, I mean, it's a huge, um, it's huge self-employment because, you know, when you work for someone and they pay your wages, but you work for someone. Yeah. And then you work for yourself. And it, yeah, it's that trusting yourself, isn't it, that you can, you can survive, I suppose. Yeah. That's, that's Financially kind of and emotionally yeah. and mentally. Yeah. Because yeah. there's a lot more, you haven't got anyone to, to do yeah. it. You're, you're doing There's it. Nobody to blame. You are the product. Well, I have made a goal to go out and buy a diary. diary. Yeah, it's the only goal, really. Yeah, mind, uh, mind my head is one. It came up, actually, there recently. Again, I remember in, in when I finished at the end of my course, I had this clay piece, and it had a head and kind of a body. It, it was, And you had to give it to somebody, in, in there were 12 of us, and, and give it to. And I had a piece of paper with it, mind your head. And it came up the other day, and it's coming up now, that for me getting close to burnout a month or two ago is, is like hold on here a sec mm. and pulling back that yeah some time for me because I just feel sometimes we have this jug that we're giving and then there's nothing left and um, I don't want to resent because like like everyone I love my job mm. I love what I do I don't want to resent what I do yeah mm. yeah, yeah. Um, and also at that kind <laughs> of space you know that question around loving your job but do I want to continue when it's making me mm. feel this way and 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 what's the alternative yeah, yeah. you know with my art and puppetry is there I'm really really exploring the idea of stepping a lot more out of my comfort zone and feeling that shakiness but kind of and the tremors <laughs> <laughs> but living with it and doing it and failing it or or not but learning something along the way and if it's just realizing maybe it's because where I am at this stage in my life age-wise that I've got nothing to lose really yeah I'm, I'm heading one way that's how I kind of felt as well it was like if you don't do it now yeah what are you waiting for do you know mm, yeah so it's like we are all gonna 
snuff it. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like, we're all going to die. What's the point of, <laughs> you know, even yeah. if I might be absolutely brassic and, you know, having to borrow money off someone for a sandwich. Yeah. There's yeah. a richness You're alive, to that though. as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, yeah, there is a richness I know to that's, asking. that's a really, like, white privilege <laughs> sentiment, isn't it? Oh, well, you know, it's fine. Well, there's, but, there's something beautiful, yeah. isn't there, about, about doing what you love? Because I, I can't really imagine. I did it to a certain degree when I was younger, but I can't imagine in my adult life choosing and staying with a job that I hated. I think that is a certain awful death of mm. your soul. I think that if you if you can wake up in the morning and whatever's going on, you can at least know that you love what you do. That's such a gift. And if it means that you don't have much money, I'm all right with that. Mm. 100%. Yeah. All right with that. The, the antithesis of that would be to, you know, work in some god awful thing with people that you don't resonate with in a place that you don't like with a commute that's like three hours every day just Mm. for money and then every day you're dreading what you do it's not worth it it's not worth it it's not worth it and you're using that money to pay for your ill health right yeah Yeah. really yeah yeah yeah, it's like yeah Yeah. but now i can use this money to go and get this sorted out and look yeah and it's like yeah but just step back a second self-inflicted thing yeah Yeah, so look at look at the job instead of saying i would need all of that yeah i need to pay for all of that if you're going to spend eight hours a day you know doing something so that you can live then it's got to mean something hasn't it right yes like you say you don't that's why school is such a rubbish mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, well, it's teachers training you for that, and it's really not. Well, because it's training as you for a grown structure. up, yeah. I would never put myself in a position where I'd spend six hours a day in a cold prefab mm. surrounded by people who 95% of them absolutely are asleep. I don't hate anybody, but, yeah. you know, yeah. are people that you wouldn't voluntarily surround yourself with Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's like that's why I didn't stay in school but I did that for from when I was 21 until I was 40 I went to a job every single day to pay the bills to pay the mortgage to raise my son to not be on welfare to not yeah have a counsellor to pay for the things that I thought we both needed. I spent a huge amount of my salary on nutritional therapy, therapy, yoga, uh, retreats, massages, physiotherapy, mm. every kind of thing, because my body uh, was broken mm. <laughs> from sitting at a desk for 10 hours a day. Um, I didn't ever get to eat three meals a day. Um, sometimes maybe only coffee and like some snacks from the work canteen and often would get stuck in traffic jams going through the tunnel and stuff sitting there for hours and hours and hours and there was like I stopped listening to the radio I listened to audiobooks I listened to podcasts I listened to funny things I always had snacks in the car I did all the things so that I wouldn't come home hangry but it, it just it became increasingly painful over the years and as soon as my son turned 18 and did his leaving cert I opened my own business and I was like this this is it this mm. is the plan I was sitting there for years going when he's finished school <laughs> I can go and do the thing I like to do and I don't like I don't need the money anymore and I cannot sit here and like 
some of my colleagues I, were not people I would choose yeah, to be yeah. around with and like to spend 12 hours a day with them was painful yeah and some people were beautiful and I loved them and they're my friends and there's loads of people in between but it was really bloody hard that's the thing I think yeah. certainly is a lot easier when you don't have the responsibility of parenting mm-hmm. to be able to have choice in what you're doing like I'm lucky enough that my kids in the UK and she sorted and yeah. like that and but I was unemployed for years and years which isn't great either it's an awful headspace to be in. but I have kind of taken jobs on in the past especially when she was little and we were in the UK and you have to sometimes you have to just suck it up mm-hmm. <laughs> and do it just to like you say pay the bills and and do things but so it is a kind of privileged position I guess to be in a situation where you have the choice or you're like you say you're, you've done your duty but I suppose Vic it's to have the choice but also making the right choices for you yeah exactly because you could say like well I need to go and buy a house so yes. I need to get a job to pay for that yeah it depends society... what you're where you yeah where you prioritize it depends where we trap ourselves or where yeah. society traps us I guess mm. there is so many other ways that I could have given my son a completely different life I could have brought myself to the other side of the world and did something yeah, yeah. completely different I could have started working for myself 10-15 years earlier fear it's not a fault or a thing no, it's no. just what needed yeah. to be done at, right. at the time but it you is, know that's it's fear fear yeah yeah, yeah. Alone and the yeah and at the same time you you know we can we can either I suppose that's it too we can sit and regret that and end up in this really bad place emotionally oh I should have done this yeah or you went right this is where I'm going now there's an interesting point to that as well where yes fear can be a prison you know we can kind of say to ourselves we're being cautious and logical and you know taking the steps we need to to ensure that we don't make the worst decision but at the same time it's like certain things have to run their course I think Mm -hmm. and now obviously there's a nuanced issue here you can kind of maybe disguise fear that is blocking us from moving forwards and call it well I wasn't ready yet or the readiness wasn't there in the same breath sometimes you just feel with every fiber of your being that you are ready and then you can go like as in 2024 can be the leap year and then you just go for it Mm -hmm. there is this sort of know thyself piece to it in the teachings of yoga it is very much about doing things so that we get to know ourselves coming home to ourselves so we get to know ourselves so that we can actually detect the difference between readiness and a lack of fear there's a very strange blurry line between those two things because it can feel that you're still afraid but you're ready or that you're definitely not ready or that it's all fear and I think once we try once we aim to know ourselves fully we're able to figure out where we're at on that spectrum between fear and readiness and know when the right time is to to just jump making the space available for that Uh this is where we're this is what we're space and time isn't it yeah and that's self-care then make the space available so you can actually figure out where you need to be I tend to find that the way I make space for things to change normally for the positive is to be really self-destructive like yeah. I will 
Forcibly f things up. So oh yeah, that so that something happens. So so it breaks the cycle of safety or whatever right. I've got into. There's been probably three major times in my life where I've done that. I find that I just get to a point, and as soon as I start feeling trapped or like I I no longer have control over something, I'll I'll actively do something. I'll create a situation that will end it, mm-hmm. so that I don't have to fully take responsibility <laughs> but there's a bit and of, then it, I know this doesn't feel right and this isn't right and I don't want this in that, is that yeah yeah oh no totally as soon as it becomes overwhelmingly I'm quite I can be quite black and white I'm like no no <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not playing anymore <laughs> and then I'll go and you know smash a proverbial window and wait for the police do you know yeah yeah like, so yeah. I suppose that then when you when you sort of are are labeling things you know self-destruction self-sabotage it depends on what self you're talking about so like maybe yeah. in those moments of, of perceived chaos there's part of you that is actually caring for it's, you by it's doing a that self-saving mm. right device, in right the end, yeah leveling yeah. everything to create something new yeah destroy what needs to go so you can have all the room you need for everything that needs to be there yeah and it is it's is awful and destructive <laughs> and really negative but maybe if it's short and sharp and temporary mm-hmm. it might be like yeah oh i don't care yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then it's what's needed actually yeah i'm not dead yet anyway so what has 2023 taught you um that i got very close to burnout and that I had to do something about it which was when you talk we're talking about fear i actually got to the stage of can i even drive the car to west cork Kind of fear, yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, and and I had to do that drive. That was the I had to break it down. That drive was the first thing to to do, and then I was lucky to have been given um, a space, kindly offered a space, kind of like a silent retreat. What I realised was the fear wasn't outside; the fear was in here. This year, to 2024, certainly for me, it's doing stuff. Feel the fear and do it anyway. You know, they talk about that, but actually doing stuff. Vic, you said it, dancing, going oh, to yeah. a festival. And Absolutely. even if it's on my own, just because my husband doesn't like dancing, it's not yeah. his thing. Well, that's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the, all these things that stop us from, like, oh, don't you think you're a bit old for that now? It's enough for the younger. Yeah, all oh, this. Yeah. And also, I met someone when I was away, a beautiful lady, when I was away, and she used to walk down with her dog, and she she knew about personal space. And if you want to come on the walk, I leave here at nine o'clock every morning, we'd walk cool. down and, and up. And meeting her and her saying, like, you know, happiness begins with you. freedom yeah Mm. and it's like who's stopping that freedom me Mm -hmm. nobody else is stopping it it's me and what society but sure what are you doing on your own aren't you yeah Yeah, yeah, i think there's this thing that it's kind of well if you're with somebody or something then you're meant to go with them exactly yeah 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 yeah. you do everything (laughs) together and and yet opposites attract and all that we hear yeah Yeah, and yet like well who's stopping that yeah exactly and then realizing i'm the person stopping it and I think that can be the most corrosive thing in terms of a relationship having to be joined at the hip because society thinks you should be. Mm-hmm. The, the yeah. more you pour into your own freedom and actually that liberating thing of I want to go to the thing, jump in the car, go to the thing, come yeah. back. And yes, there's a togetherness and there's a, there's a connection, which is wonderful with a partner if you're with a partner. But there's also the connection that you have with yourself and mm. you're kind of starving that connection if you're doing everything for someone else. I'm not saying don't be charitable, you know, obviously we have to help each other. I think that's that can be 
obviously brilliant in terms of feeding yourself but also it can uh it can bring about a kind of richness to a relationship where you're not just sort of going along with someone as a plus one because they want to do it i think that can bring a lot of stagnancy i think mm-hmm. it's important mm-hmm. to do our own things as well very important in fact the resentment that you were talking about is all very important like it can bring a huge amount of resentment if you're being forced to go to things you don't want to go to yeah. or you're being forced to miss out on things that you wanted to do because you feel like oh, well, if I don't have anyone to go with I can't go and yeah. I think that's it being true to myself because feeling not that I'm not being true to myself is harder I think really. yeah self-betrayal is very is very poisonous for us isn't it and this is it this is our life I always had this thing kind of sitting in a rocking chair and getting to you know that stage but sitting there and I had this long long and not going through life and I just sitting there and have done what I want to do not having regrets and I'm sure there will be a few yeah I did what I did and now yeah. I'm doing this and the fewer regrets like that we have the more graceful we will be at the end of life about you Bear what has 2023 thought you um whew. I was in a similar on a similar path uh, to Lorraine actually I went very close to I think I actually went to burnout I actually am one of those stubborn old goats who has to go through the hard lesson to learn it I haven't yet grown my grace <laughs> um I have to go through the mill to learn the other side so it taught me maybe I should have said no more often it also taught me to forgive myself for saying yes too much and that burnout although a very hefty trauma to go through is infused with gold because I won't do that to myself again. Mm-hmm. So 2023 was bloody tough, but there were, it was, it was a hard a school of hard knocks, but actually a necessary, uh, necessary parable and lesson for me. So uh, it has taught me to root and ground a little more and, and not even wait for a new year's resolution kind of vibe to make changes. Uh, holding myself in higher esteem so that I can be so I can enjoy my life rather than uh, going through this attitude which I had for a while of getting things over with and then the next thing and then getting them over with because if we if we think about tasks and events and days and appointments as getting them over with on a macrocosmic level you're thinking about getting life over with which is not mm-hmm. good yeah. life is a gift no matter what my spiritual stance point has been i do view life as a gift yeah it's taught me to do what i need to do on every level so that i don't go into burnout again and it was a very worthy worthwhile lesson that i'm i'm thankful for i'd say similar enough for me as well that i got very close to the edge of burnout and so i took myself off to therapy and coaching myself because i am a coach too so i have to coaching supervision well i don't have to but if i want to stay accredited i do and i was like i cannot stop working i am completely and utterly a workaholic Same. and I cannot mm. stop I I see it I see how destructive it is I know that I shouldn't be doing it and if you gave me 15 minutes of free time I would probably answer some emails yep. <laughs> you know I yep. wouldn't be drawing or doing anything fun so like if I was if I went to yoga class I was at yoga class if I was at art class I was at art class but then I would be straight back into working again so I think I finally learned how to stop overworking 
I've definitely figured out why I couldn't stop overworking. And I also think I was doing a huge amount of hiding as well. On a deep level that what we're doing is so, you used the word earlier on, Claire, meaningful. Then the people that we attract into our sphere also will understand that meaningfulness. And there's this sort of togetherness and you can grow and enhance what you're doing rather than in sort of the the mainstream world where you're just defined as one thing Mm -hmm. and therefore everybody has this misconception of what you do undervalues it then we're sensitive so we soak in that vibe and then we undervalue ourselves and this whole downward spiral and Mm -hmm. and it sort of doesn't do anything for the the art or the the sciences that we've chosen to just be the societal norm definition of what they think we are. But instead, if we actually just take the reins and say, no, actually, what I'm doing is really important. And there are a million aspects to this and it's ever growing and infinite. And Mm. and then maybe people get the message that the jobs that they don't quite understand are actually some of the most important jobs Mm -hmm. for everybody's well-being on planet Earth, rather than just, oh, I'm a financier or whatever you know what I mean? which seems yeah. to be lauded there's endless you know. middle management right positions yeah and, yeah which is just which have no place if the apocalypse like, hits no <laughs> to be fair they're the first ones on the spit yeah yeah they are in a session with a client recently the question came up for them if i truly love myself what would i do what would i mm. what would i really do mm-hmm. and that's the thing that i've been trying to bring it to every day it's like if I truly loved myself would I be doing this today Mm, interesting so like in the context of work or everything 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 okay cool that's cool and then the only other excuse I give myself is that I also need to do my accounts because that never comes up into the if I truly love myself category yeah yeah if I truly love myself like a good self-destruct anything to avoid them yeah Yeah. Yeah, that's a good thing about horticulture I'm not gonna have to worry too much about that yeah (laughs) if I earn enough to start needing to sort taxes out I'm doing really well (laughs) <laughs> oh, I don't know, Vic. I think yeah. what, what, the way you've set up your website and, and reading it, I, I think, and the plants that I've bought off you, I mean, and I, and COVID really is when I, I suppose, really mm-hmm. went into and, and and I think a workshop you had here, Rachel, and I bought some plants, but oh, yeah. just to see them growing and, and that kind of faith in myself that I it's haven't killed them. Isn't it, it is. It's outside my, so. I've got all yours outside my studio. Oh, um, nice. And also recognising that, I don't know this is an area I'm learning, but to bring it down for me is like, well, this is where I live and this is growing here, so it likes it. And, uh, you know, people often say that. It's like, oh, I wouldn't have a clue about uh, art or creative. And it's like, oh, right, yeah, so who's, just do it. who just dressed you this morning? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like, uh, yeah. well, I, I, me, of course. And it's like, well, who chose them? It's like, well, I did. And it's yeah. like, well, then think about what you just said there. Yeah, yeah, Your yeah. house. Who's, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, yeah, I don't think of it like that. And it's and that's it. It's it's about the joy of, of thinking, like, yeah, I bought it you you know as a little plant and I put it here and like it's doing and then and the gardening and going out there and and tending to it and that gives a huge kind of boost and confidence to I think it's a and it's a natural state for a human to be in like we're meant to be in the mud 
yeah, to some degree. Inquisit- yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, I know for me, if there was something that I enjoy too, is weeding. That's and I like it with the next that night and the next day and your fingers from the nettles. That's the time for me, I think, like you're really alive. That feeling in your hand and, and being in the mud, like we were saying earlier about mud pies. Remember as kids? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Making, you don't oh, hear that. You don't hear kids. They've yeah. lost their wildness a bit, haven't they? What about you, Vic? What has 2023 taught you? Oh, I don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a, a bit of a mess by all accounts. I think it's, yeah, I've just kind of blundered my way through it, really. I'm just hoping to get to the other side. It would be nice. I'm looking forward to 2024, which will bring a whole other host of crap, no doubt. (laughs) Interesting crap. You know, it'll be different. (laughs) just need... Yeah, there wasn't enough fun Mm. this year. It's Mm. been a slog. And sometimes you have to actively seek the fun out, you Mm. know, and if it's not happening, you've got to just make make it. it. Yeah. Like the other week, because my dad died and everything, and it was all getting very serious, and it was like, oh, God, another thing. And then I just woke up one morning, and it was like 11 o'clock. Ron had gone into town, and uh, we had some beer. And I'm not advocating daytime drinking <laughs> anything, but I was like, oh, do you know what? I'm just going to go to dance. Yeah. And I know alcohol is isn't an answer either but it's no you know i don't do it every day and i was like i just need to the the fun's not coming so i'm coming to the fun yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's like so we got yeah ron came back and then he was like oh stop <laughs> and then so yeah we just beautiful got drunk and yeah. Dance. I think it, it the nice. t-shirts for 2024 should be the fun's not coming so I'm coming to the fun. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I think it yeah, next year I definitely hope to have more spontaneous madness. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Madness in the good form. Do you know right. that proper like Yeah, we are alive. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Let's live. Yeah. yeah. Exactly, yeah. Mm. yeah. It's all getting very serious and I know it's really hard to escape and it's important to recognized uh or recognize and to to kind of try and make a change so the world isn't so grim but like mm. i think you know you can only go so far with that because yeah. the powers that are in control of yeah. everything are way bigger than yeah even millions of people yeah like that's been obvious recently yeah, yeah. Do you know yeah it's like it doesn't matter how many people are shouting about it no unless mm the massive machine or whatever it mm. is that's pulling all the strings decides it's not going to happen then it you know yeah we have to tend to our own we're gardens. just almost tormenting ourselves by feeling it so yeah. deeply yeah. yeah do you know yeah i think that's really valid Vic, what you're saying there but that we do we have to turn off we have to walk away and it's not that we don't care yeah mm-hmm. it's just that for for ourselves to even then come back and and make different, do different things that will be positive in yeah. light of that and that we're available to others. But right. we do need to press that button and walk away. I do something, take a, a different direction exactly. this weekend it's than I usually do. It's way bigger than any of us, yeah. unfortunately. And channel, channeling the energy into something that actually can make a difference in your own little plot. Yes, mm. Rachel, I think that's definitely very Yeah, that's, that's all it comes down to, really. We can only influence the people literally immediately next to us uh-huh. yeah yeah at any given moment it's positive though isn't it at least you feel like you you are you you're... i think that's the key isn't it if if you're still feeling affected by things then that's almost good enough because it proves that you care right yeah. and that's all we can do like mm-hmm. 
And I think we have a responsibility to put other energy into the world as well. Mm -hmm. That like when it's dark, we need light. Like Mm -hmm. when it's anger, we need like a bit more fun and freedom and dancing. But there has to be an antidote to all the heaviness by there being some lightness Mm -hmm. that we can demonstrate there is another way of being and hold on to like the reason why it's important. Like that little spark of like, yeah, yeah, it it could be the same instead. And Mm -hmm. to recognise and appreciate our lottery win of birth yeah yes by <clears throat> doing yeah. all yeah. this doing that yeah. what we can do stuff yeah yeah <laughs> for and we have the freedom to do it and yeah. for people other people but it's been a really like head messy year yeah <laughs> i i don't know what i've learned particularly <laughs> whether i have or whether the lesson is going to occur in three years time <laughs> that i'll suddenly realize oh that's <laughs> what 2023 yeah. was all about yeah it's also still processing isn't it mm. yeah you know this idea that i suppose society too has we figure it out now come on yeah, yeah, yeah. and that this idea that, that we don't on. have time to <laughs> yeah to really feel it and say like i don't really know because there isn't value in that in some sections of yeah, society yeah. you need to know like we often don't really see the gold in the thing no. until years later you're yeah, like oh it. well if that didn't happen i wouldn't have gone down that road right, and yeah. have done those things i'm yeah. still you know realizing stuff that you know yeah. i did 1992 40 yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It's like oh. <laughs> yeah yeah same yeah. <laughs> that's why i don't like water in hoponopono meditation that like we always look at the macro as a reflection of the the micro so we'd always say like for every time that i was angry with someone else had unjust behavior towards someone else where i was took out my frustration on someone else where you know for every time that that was done to me and I made it mean that I was a bad person or whatever I'm sorry please forgive me I love you thank you to myself and that I find a great help in times of like uncontrollable outward things because I can't do I can't change anything except myself Mm -hmm. like I only fully have control over Mm-hmm. me and yeah. nothing else yeah mm. that's beautiful yeah. yeah bit of forgiveness yeah. yeah for any time i wasn't having enough fun being patient yeah <laughs> all of those things i'm sorry <laughs> please forgive me yeah. yeah um and let's let's have more fun next year instead yeah yeah mm. fun mm. is definitely where is that and yeah. play the importance of play yes yeah. the importance of play is underrated yeah free spontaneous just just playing fun. There's been mm. loads of occasions recently where I've just, I'm like walking the dog or whatever, and I listen to music a lot this year because music is it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. More, more but, music. But yeah, so I, I kind of, and some sometimes depending on whatever the playlist is, I'll inhabit a kind of persona. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Swagger on or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But increasingly lately, I'm just like, oh, I just want to roll in the mud. <laughs> I just want to yeah. rub my face in it. <laughs> just put your face in it. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, you can't do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would be weird. <laughs> People would talk. <laughs> it's, like, it's like that as a kid. I would have. Yeah, we're so we're so um, woven into consequences, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any final words? It's a good place to close, isn't it? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Good Honest Talk. If you have enjoyed this conversation, I would be really grateful if you could like, follow and subscribe or share this podcast. It really does help spread the word and bring more real conversation to wellness and well-being. 
If you want to find out more about what you heard in this episode, visit honestgoodness.ie where you'll find detailed show notes. You'll also be able to find all of the content that I've created to help you feel well and reignite your inner spark.